Man, today's Labor Day. It is. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. What is the purpose of Labor Day? Like, what is what? Why is it a holiday? I guess it's supposed to be that one day that we actually get paid for not doing labor. We get paid. Yes, yeah, it's supposed to be the recognition, recognizing that it's a one. I think it's one day of just no business. Honestly, nothing supposed to be open. It's supposed to be a labor-free day. I guarantee we can go to McDonald's. We can go a lot of places. You go to grocery stores. You can go a, a lot of different places. And these, ideally, everything supposed to be closed. So for them, Labor Day is another day after work. Huh? So for them, Labor Day is just another day I have to give labor. Yeah, but they but, they have to give their people holiday pay. Which is what, a time and a half or two times? I think it's three. You can get two times. Yeah. yeah. It's probably double time if it's a holiday. I don't know. I don't know if McDonald's I, is paying double time. Probably not. I mean, they could be. I don't know. But I, I, I never have really known the significance of Labor Day. Like, what is it actually for? Like, what's the meaning of it? Well, Where did it come from? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, nah, this, is, this is Labor Day. Recording on Labor Day yeah. weekend. And, and, um. I put lady. Get your mind, uh, get your, get your mind right. <laughs> A public holiday or day of festi- festivities held in honor of working people in the U.S. and Canada on the first Monday of September and many other countries on May 1st. It's held in honor of working people? Yep. This is a capitalistic holiday. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, it's, with anything moralistic. It's just about uh-uh. capitalism. So we're celebrating people who work. Yeah. Okay. In honor of you. Thank okay, you for working yeah. every single day, but you know what? All these other businesses and corporations, we still gonna make y'all work. Okay, that, that's that's the most capitalistic thing I've ever heard. To celebrate working people. Yep. Wow. You get a, a Monday off. Wow. Okay. Hey man, you know <laughs> if, it, if hey, it's a day off, hey. so I mean that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we, me and you, we would talk about how like working is is very kin to uh, pimping. Yeah. And prostitution. Yes. You know. It's a direct correlation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like one of the things that I've seen that I've seen, right? So like, like let's say like there's soft white underbelly, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a platform that might have like a pimp and a prostitute. And really just different types of people, like mm-hmm. addicts, gang members, uh, racists, uh, anybody, right? But it's it's a YouTube channel that documents people's lives, mm-hmm. you know, so that we have a record of it. And, and we can pull things from their, their stories. So, <laughs> South White Underbelly will have, like, prostitutes on there. I think it's the, the most common mm-hmm. type of person that's on there, right? And... You'll see comments like, I can never just give somebody money for the, all the work that I'm doing. I can never give a pimp all the money for the work that I'm doing. But then you realize, like, we're going to work mm-hmm. to create more income, right, from mm-hmm. our from our job mm-hmm. than what we're getting paid in exchange of it. So it's like, that's like, like, for instance, if you're in a corporate world, your job could actually generate or or uh recover either one 
$250,000. But out of that $250,000 that you even made, that you made or saved the company, they might give you 60000 out of that. And what's that? It's nothing, really. Yeah, but but what is that called? What what is it called that I go and make my job two hundred and fifty k, and they give me sixty out of it? What is that? What is that called? How how is that the exchanging? <laughs> right. How is that that different than like making this money and giving it to a person? You just been pimp. Yeah. And I know people don't want doing the work for them. Yeah. I don't know. If people don't want to look at it that way, but that's what is exactly what it is. That's kind of like what jobs are. Not kind of. That's what jobs are. Yeah. You doing the work for them. You bring it home. You bring it in the money for them, and then they give you a percentage. Thank you for doing all this, so I don't have to do it. Right. Literally, that's what it is. The craziest thing about a job to me mm-hmm. is the fact that let's say, let's say you started a job. Five years ago, mm-hmm. making fifty grand, mm-hmm. right? There are still still some jobs that will still have you at fifty grand five years later, mm-hmm. even with all the inflation year after year. That's still gonna pay you the exact same, as if like, as if the world hasn't gotten more expensive. So you should at least keep my pay at that same level. You should you should increase my pay by the same rate that the dollar has inflated. Mm-hmm. But like, no. no, it's like no, you're you're gonna work, you're gonna be happy with what you get. And, uh, if not, you can go somewhere else. Something I'll say to a, to a, a prostitute advisor, you, know, <laughs> you know, you don't like the conditions, leave. You yeah. Know? Like, but at crazy. the end of the day, I take that, and that's how I've pretty much grew my income. Uh-huh. I don't stay at a company long. At the end of the day, if I feel as if my value is not being appreciated and I deserve more money, that same position i really don't really change my job titles it might be slightly different because based on the company you're going to but i pretty much every job that i've gone to since i've been an adult it's been in the accounting field mm-hmm. even at my last job i was the assistant property manager my base my, most of the stuff that i did was dealing with accounting yeah. i was doing apar I, I balancing everything i was still doing accounting yeah i might be talking to tenants make sure everything is done make sure no water anywhere stuff like that but i still did ap and ar at this current job majority of my job i'm doing ap yeah i'm i'm considered an accountant pretty much a staff accountant there but it's just like i still handle pretty really i should be accounts payable <laughs> that's my title because it's like i pretty much handle all the utility bills and any other vendor complaints saying like hey where is this money actually this is supposed to be this why haven't i get paid for this and i got to do that research either i got to go talk to people the construction managers or whatever or something or a po wasn't created but every job every field is dealing with the accounting world so yes i can make more money just by changing jobs if you don't feel as if you want to pay me more it's, it's that simple so people shouldn't be scared to do that if they threaten you like oh well you can go work somewhere else i sure can yeah yeah and but with and then the thing that's crazy is usually when you end up trying to leave mm-hmm. they ended up being like oh we can pay you more they count off we can pay you more like yep. 
Like, if you came to me and said we could pay you more after I told you I was leaving, I'm leaving because you could have all this time. That's exactly and, what happened to me. And you knew it. And it's like, no. We'll match wherever, whatever they offering, we can match it. Nah. Oh! You should have matched it already. You should have I should have been making that from the beginning. Yeah. Now you want to match it? That's exactly what they told me. That's 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 capitalism. On my that's, last day, they said they pulled me in the office. My manager pulled me up. I can match you. Yeah. Match? No, it need to be a pay increase. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the way that everything is set up for for the corporations and 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 uh, to have more power over this like labor labor stru- struggle mm-hmm. than the employees. You know, like even with Amazon. How you have different like uh, groups of workers at different like, um, I almost say plantations, <laughs> like at different uh, fields, uh, uh, corporations. Uh, uh, when you work in warehouses, mm-hmm. at different Amazon warehouses, different groups of uh, employees are trying to start unions, and they're having like these votes and all this stuff. And Amazon is trying to bust the unions up, fire people, like because it's basically like look. We do not want all of our employees coming together mm-hmm. to be like, look, this union represents all 600 of the employees. Mm-hmm. And these are the terms we're going to get for every single employee or we're all going to stop at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and because they'd rather they'd rather you come with your threats of what you want or whatever. They'd rather you do it individually. Yep. But if you come at 600 total, as is, as is, as in we'll all leave here at once. The person who's been here 10 years will leave at once. The person who's been here 15, the person that's been here three will all leave at the same time. And there won't even be anybody to train the people that you try to bring in. Like, mm-hmm. And they're afraid of that. So it's like there's this struggle between the employers and the employees. And the employers have so much more power. You know? Yep. Like even now, like in Texas, Texas is an at-will state, meaning that your employer can fire you at will mm-hmm. for any reason that they that they determine, right? And you can't, like, sue them for that Mm-mm. unless it was, like, discriminatory, right? But you can't sue them for that. But, but you, you want me to put in two-week notice. I wish I would. That's what, that's, that's what I was saying. Right. But you have to put in a two-week notice. Like, are you going to give me two weeks notice of me? Are you firing me? Or are you going to bring me in and fire me? Nope. All my jobs since, since I've been an adult. I only given a week or a couple of days, but ideally it's like in in a week's mark. I give you until that Friday. So whatever day, if I tell you on a Tuesday, my last day is going to be that Friday, you know, because I take the other week and then I tell the job, whatever I accepting. Yeah. I, I got to give my employer two weeks. Yeah. And because I take that next week for myself, mentally, you need to pretty much unwind if you if and honestly if you want to tell your job that you at there you giving them a day no, today is my last day you could do that and then take the full two weeks look you can do that if there's no nothing in the handbook saying that you can't because like he says we're we at an at will state at the end of the day they can fire you that same day so you can leave that same day absolutely because and then like the thing with them um the thing with them firing you right Man, I had a really good point. I lost it though. <laughs> I'm not even gonna act like I didn't. Mm. But just just trying to say, like the 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 employers have all of this power mm-hmm. in this in this labor thing, and I really believe that however we do it, right, we need to get together and take back some of that. 
some of that power. Oh, yeah. Because you have, like, let's say you have, like, uh, different st- uh, statistics, right, that are saying how much these companies are making year after year, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the minimum wage just staying the same, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, as if it hasn't gotten more expensive for me to Like, that 725 is like a dollar now. Yeah. it's. It, I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But they'll act like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And and there really is. And so, all I'm saying is we... Like, who's doing the calculations with this and keeping the minimum wage at that point? Like, honestly, yeah. you cannot survive off of that. Like, we really need to get together and, and, and talk about labor rights mm-hmm. and talk about having a, a bigger piece of the, of the pie. Now, I feel like it was one article I was reading. Um, I can't recall, but at the end of the day, it was like that... Back in the day, it used to be a, like a reasonable pay scale, like what you impl- made and what the owners actually made and what the manager made. It was like everything was honestly fair. And then hey, if you and, got. And what day, though? Huh? And what day? I don't know. But back in the day, <laughs> it used to be honestly the pay scale used to be structured as in it wasn't a big pay gap. For white people or for everybody? Probably for white people. Okay, but going. it wasn't overall it wasn't that big of a pay gap now the pay gap is huge what you may compare to what the owner actually bringing in yeah it's it's lighting day <laughs> and, then, and then what's crazy most of like the ceos and the top people within corporations mm-hmm. they are extremely crooked mm-hmm. extremely crooked because there was just a story I think the CEO of Bed Bath and Beyond. Yep. He jumped killed off. His, he jumped off his 18 story mm-hmm. of his apartment complex and killed himself because he was caught up in like a multi billion dollar uh, stock mm-hmm. uh, stock fraud scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, uh, okay, when I was when I so so when I was working as an intern at a bank, mm-hmm. the bank and this was the biggest bank in the history of the stock market mm-hmm. had the biggest valuation in the history of the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and basically um, was doing similar stuff, like basically just frauding everybody and running these schemes to make this money. I don't want to guess, but I feel like people can guess. They could. But, like, <laughs> but like the thing is, it's like, okay, um, you always hear from these super wealthy people about you just, you just got to work hard mm-hmm. and stay determined and do it's the, the right motivation. thing. They always want you and, to listen to them TED Talks during, like, yeah, your first week on, yeah. during onboarding. Like, they want you to watch these TED Talk videos. During and, this training. Yeah, because it, they do it all the time. Yeah. Come on now. Talking about just <laughs> to, to get to the top, you just have to work hard. One brick at a time. And, and But then them, <laughs> you'll find out they didn't do that. No. They schemed and they, and they went against people and they were manipulative. Or and, they got money from their family at the end of the day. They probably coming from longevity of wealth. And then this is what... This opportunity they take and end up being flourishing because the people around them end up pouring into the company as well, taking that risk along with them, and now they actually making money probably like ten to fifteen years later. Man, <laughs> listen, <laughs> well, what you said, okay, I'm I'm just flat out saying most of these CEOs and these ultra wealthy people, mm-hmm. they are not people for you to 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 Expire to. to be. <laughs> To want to emulate, <laughs> yeah, no. if you're a good, kind-hearted person, mm-hmm. because the way that they did it was through manipulation and and by by being devious. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just what it is. Even Amazon, right, mm-hmm. which is like the biggest corporation in the history of all things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon actually, right, partnered with other with other companies 
But like, let's let's say you had a startup, right? Mm-hmm. And you and you were gonna make beauty products for black women. Okay. Okay. I can see that so, happening. Yeah. So then they would actually they would actually like uh, partner with your corporation and bring you on. Okay. And, and making it seem like they're gonna put resources behind you and do this and do that. But the so only they cons- but the consider only, being a shark. They invested but, in my company. Right. But okay. the only reason they actually wanted to do it was so they, they can go get proprietary information from you. Mm. What's this industry like? You know, who are you who are you marketing to? This, and then take that information and start their own what you call it and cut and drop you. God. And, and Amazon did that to a whole that bunch was all of that drop ships and everything they was doing. With not that. Not oh. the, I don't know about that. Okay. But but Amazon, but Amazon definitely was basically, wow. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Putting money into companies, like partnering with companies just to get the proprietary information and then start a competing company with that company. Wow. You know, but then you hear these people talk and they and they sit here and talk about working hard and doing the right thing and, and having mo- like, what are you talking about? Because most people get up to that to that level by being devious. Yep. It, Honestly, in today's world, let's say you are, you're already uh, let's not even a multimillionaire, you're a millionaire. What are you doing? What would be the difference between your um I guess like memo, like your company's loyalty and how, like, how would you? What would be your? I don't even know what to call it. What What could be the difference? What I, you tell me? What could be the difference? <laughs> I don't think that. I mean, if you're asking me honestly, you telling me that there's nobody out there that is worth millions who has done it ethically. Yes. Maybe I don't like. But what is ethically like? Okay, so is it ethical? Ethical, right? Is mm-hmm. it more moral for you to pay somebody less for? I'm sorry, the mission statement. I could not think of that. What would be your mission statement? No, no, no. But like, okay, if I have a fleet of employees uh-huh. and I'm paying them, and I'm paying, I'm paying them each like fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have five employees. I'm paying them fifty grand. That fifty grand is gonna cost me two hundred and fifty thousand to pay their salaries. But their services is making me a million dollars. So I have this seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Probably a million dollars monthly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> their services for the year is making me twelve million. Okay. And I could I could more evenly disperse that to them because of, of what they're doing for me. But I choose not to. Right? Mm-hmm. So in what way I'm I'm saying, in what way can you begin to make millions on millions? Ethically, so mm. is it is it ethical for you to pay somebody less than what they're bringing in, mm. and then right for you never to because here's the big thing right because I remember with the Joe Budden podcast one of the primary reasons why it broke down was because Roy and Maul wanted to see the books mm-hmm. they wanted to know how much is it bringing in what's the real expenses what's the real income like revenue mm-hmm. like. Because because we get we're we're like percentage partners, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have ownership in this, but I get a percentage of the of the total of the uh, of the uh, of the uh, net net income, mm-hmm. right? Net profit. Mm-hmm. So I get a percentage of the profit. I need to know what the expenses are because you could be fluffing the expenses. Yep. Right. And he said, "I'm not showing you that." That means you are. At, at that moment, you just proved prove my point. And he said, "I'm not showing you that." Right, mm-hmm. and it was even crazy because there was a there was a moment where on the on the podcast when they were still all three together, mm-hmm. right, where Joe said to all you young entrepreneurs out here, 
I'm going to tell you something very important that you need to do. Always fudge the expenses. Basically saying make the expenses seem larger than what they really are to help you out like in like when it comes to taxes and stuff, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so you could say like for instance, we're in this we're in this room right now recording this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I could say I can say, man, this apartment because I'm doing this podcast thing and I and I filed an LLC for this podcast, this is a business expense. So I can just write this, I can write this off. So it's basically saying like Try to write off as much as you can write off to make the expenses seem as large as possible, even if they aren't that much, so that you can, like, claim that you made less income than what you really made. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you pay less taxes. Yeah. And, Roy, like, Rory, it, when, when, when Joe said that, Rory was like, hmm, hmm, like, mm-hmm. because he's saying, like. I peeped that. Right. So, so if I claim more expenses. I'm saying I have less profit, mm-hmm. so I'm paying y'all less. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to see the books, and he was like, "I'm not. I will never show you my books." And basically, they all had to falling out. Mm-hmm. But this is the same thing, like when employees, if they don't really know how much they're generating themselves, and they don't really know how much you're generating, how can they ever know what what's a fair value for me to actually receive for my services? Mm-hmm. Like, what are what are my services actually worth? Right. And you can say that's just business and there's nothing, uh, you know, that that is ethical, but is it? Hmm. Because every job that I'm at, <clears throat> every job that I've been at, right, they all do this like, oh, we're, we're like a family here. We're just a big family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They do all of this, right? But why they keep they keep pushing this family talk, family talk on you to make you like feel super bonded to the corporation that you work for. But then they'll fire you, and the day that they fire you, they's like, okay, you're going to get severance pay, but, you know, that's it. While while on the back end, they doing this, like, family, family, family thing. Mm-hmm. If it was really that, then, like, y'all would figure out a way to keep me here. Yep. Even if, if y'all you, really care. Even if you had to take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. So, you, you it's like we're out here in these, we're out here getting these jobs that on one end, like on our end, mm-hmm. try to act like it's a family and we have this culture mm-hmm. and we're all in this together. But on the other end, on their end, it's like it's it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's as, as soon as we start losing money, one of the ways to recoup the money is to let people go. And that's what they're going to do. So you need to be going into the job thinking that. Mm-hmm. The one day I could, I would not have this job. <laughs> yeah. it, Man, it. Hmm. So, so how how could I ethically, right? You're saying if I were to become a millionaire, yeah, do you think I would do it ethically? Would you? Okay, let let's say I had let's to the best of your ability. Would you like? Would you also pay attention to how everything is in, pretty much inflation? How everything is going up in price? Like, would you actually take your uh, your current um, staff? And look at what you're actually paying them. And if you can financially actually pay them more, pay them based off what the percentage is going up based off inflation, could you at least try and match it? Um, because ideally, when you hire someone else new on the table, they're going to look for more money anyway. So if you actually have a solid team, they doing exactly what you need. You don't have no issues. There's no drama, blah, blah, blah. And you actually want to keep everybody on your team. 
because they doing what they supposed to do. They researching, they bringing in new flavor, new taste, whatever. They keeping it going and y'all are thriving. Uh-huh. You'll figure it out. How to pay everybody what they they actually worth. That's based the, off that's the pay the scale that's and based thing. off inflation and like you have to find an economist. But that's the thing. <laughs> you can never pay somebody what they're worth or you wouldn't make or any money. Or at least a fair. Fair. Okay. So so fair means less than what you're worth. Fair is more typically probably more than what the 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 pay scale, I guess. Right. It's like what they put out as in this is the medium. But less than what you're actually worth, though. Yeah, because it's still my company. Because right, because if you because re- if, if, if ideally you probably want to make what I'm making as in the owner. Because you put in that much work, you know. But honestly, you still want to pay them more than the competitors Here, to the, actually keep people on your team. Okay, so so here's the thing: there's owners and there's workers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. There's owners and there's workers. So if you aren't an owner, your job is to come in and create as much value for something that I own and that you never will. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a, a percentage of how much you bring me in, mm-hmm. right? Because if you only bring brought me in thirty five k, I'm not paying you fifty k. I'm gonna cut I'm, you out of here, mm-hmm. right? But if you bring me in a hundred k, I'll pay you fifty mm-hmm. because I'm gonna make fifty off you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So and 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 it's like I could never pay you how much you're worth. But in, okay, so yes, that's an easy way to put it. But as in like the accounting world, it's no way for you to actually look at numbers. Be like, this is what you're bringing in. And the accountant where it's making sure you keep everything accountable. It's like you paying attention to the small things, making sure I ain't paying things twice, making sure, you know, keeping everything. If you see an increase in something, you doing that research and you keeping everything, doing the stuff that I don't want to do. So it's like, how can you pay those people the, actually the the proper rage? Like you, you said, you said you saved your company some money. Yeah. Okay. I've I've done done similar things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, here's here's the thing. When it comes to capitalism, and you're in a, a capitalistic society, you as long as you are a worker and not an owner, you will never get your just due. You will never True. make how much you're worth, right? The skill, the, the skills, and the services that you bring that you bring. Mm-hmm. You will never adequately get paid for what for how much your 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 skills and your services are valued at. You have to get paid less than that because there has to be profit in between that the ownership can take back. Mm-hmm. Or there's no reason to have you. There's not even a reason to have you if your skills and services can bring me a hundred grand mm-hmm. and I'm paying you ninety. That's not even enough because I have to pay taxes on the ten grand. It's like it's still not enough. Mm-hmm. So I have to be. I have to. Whatever you can make actually make me. I have to have you s- enough below how much that's actually worth for the taxes to come out, right? Yeah, and then I still point. make profit off of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm always gonna be paying you less than what you deserve. Hmm. Always. True. But then I'm. A, but then on the flip side, I'm gonna create this company culture that keeps on telling you we a family here. Yeah. And we not. We look out for each other. We not. No. I mean, not. That's that's for the employees to take on, and they do all of that. Let's go bowling together, and 
and let's do a potluck and all. And but look, on the on the higher end of that, mm-hmm. they looking at numbers. They they don't care about about any of that stuff that they told that the lower people are telling you. Mm-hmm. As soon as your position isn't bringing in enough for them to justify having you, you out of here. Yep. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen like that. It'll happen within the week. Yep. So. That's America. That's Labor Day. That's Labor Congratulations, Day. Congratulations, Labor Day. <laughs> you get a, uh, you get a one day, day off. off. You get a day off, man. Yep. Thank Enjoy you it. for yeah. your services. Eight hours. Boom. Yeah. God, though. That's crazy. We broke it? down Labor Day, huh? We broke down Labor Day. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> While we're talking about jobs and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So... What's the absolute worst job you ever had? Can you can you think of it? Oh, I used to work at a call center. I can I can already see why. Yeah, worst. Period. Go ahead. That's it. I used to, uh, so I can't re- actually recall, but I know I was dealing with it's some type of uh, probably some type of cable company because it's like people call in like up north and everything like New mm-hmm. York and all that. And uh, they used to actually, you know, they had to make sure their stuff was plugged in. Like, I had to learn what an Ethernet cable was. I had to learn all the different stuff because I had to tell people how to, you know, troubleshoot and figure out how to fix if they if they Internet isn't working. You know, yeah. I had to tell them what to do if their Internet or cable isn't working. Mm-hmm. So, but for that to be a revolving, like, calls always coming in, there's no break. I cannot stand call centers. So that's so that's the worst job that's you've had. That's the worst. Okay. I could never do that again. What's the worst experience that you've had at the call center? Did you ever have somebody call in and cuss you out? Oh yeah, you get that all the time because people are mad because they internet down or they cable down. You so know? people, so people cuss you out. Yeah, they mad. I'm the first person to answer the phone. What? They are hot. And then also have one person because he was watching adult content. Yeah. And he got mad because he was, I guess. Almost complete, and is is that was it? Oh, oh! You cut off his session. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do you know that? He called in and said it. He was mad because his stuff is not on during his quality time. That's crazy. Yes. I don't even believe that. That really happened. Yes. And he told you that. that yes. Happened. Okay. What, so what, what what kind of guy was he? I don't know. From his voice, like what? Do you, can you recall? It was an older white guy. Uh huh. That's all. Like, you could just tell he was an older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm just wondering, man. I wouldn't call into like a cable company. Like, you I was just. I was your just. Stuff is off. I was in the middle of stroking. Yeah. Right now. Okay. They, they don't care. People do not care. You gonna hear the craziest things at call centers. I bet plenty of people can testify. People do not care. So, so that's your worst experience. Yeah. What, Okay, so him calling in about the. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for me, the worst job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I have two different uh, scenarios. I have one where I was working in a warehouse, mm-hmm. and and it's the worst job because it's so physically taxing, right? It's not just like I'm exhausted mentally, or I'm dealing with like a holes, mm-hmm. but. I'm physically exhausted Mm -hmm. because I've been worked to the brink and I'm not getting paid anything what you should probably get paid 
to put that much on your body. Mm-hmm. Now, I was young when I was doing that. And so just coming off of being like uh, like an athlete. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't as taxing as it was for like the older people there. Mm-hmm. But it still was, though. Right. So I say that that's one of the worst jobs, like a warehouse job. You're standing up the whole shift. You're moving heavy packages, especially mm-hmm. for me, because as soon as they saw that I was there, they put they, all the heavy stuff they on would, you. They would give me all the heavy. They would give me the hardest stuff. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I'll say, right, when 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 people start talking about this equality of pay stuff, mm-hmm. I don't believe in it. Like, you need to get paid what you can what you can take on, mm-hmm. right? Because when I was working in the warehouse, the very first uh, job I ever had, well, not first, but second. Mm-hmm. I was working in the warehouse and because I would get the packages like on the conveyor so fast, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of what came through the through the truck, um, they started pairing me up with this old woman. Mm-hmm. And because it's like her lack, like you'll make up for her lack oh, no. to where this to where this uh this truck or this like the, the the amount of packages we need coming out per hour is it'll still come out because y'all two are in there, but to me that's unfair, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm having to take up for somebody's slack, and it's like, well, me and her should get paid different, mm-hmm. but because of the all the 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 things that people be talking about now, we have to get paid the same, and I don't agree with that because every single job that I've been at, <clears throat> outside of strictly like office jobs. Mm-hmm. Whenever there was something that was more like labor inducive, you know, I had to go do it. Hmm. And it's like if I'm having to do all this extra stuff that you aren't asking other people, I should get paid more than them. I don't want to take away the corporate side of that because I see exactly what you're coming from because it's like I've been at jobs that uh, just because I am a, 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 a lower tier. Mm-hmm. They still people that's probably higher than me probably don't even know exactly what to do. So they putting that work on me, even though the manager probably gave it to them to do because they don't know how to do it and they don't want to look bad. They pass it to a lower tier. So it's like I'm still I'm still having to do my day to day plus a new project because you couldn't figure out or you don't know how the communication skills to talk to other people to get it resolved. You pass it on to me. But at the end of the day, the work still had to get done. And the only only thing I get is what a pat on my back because I was able to finish it, but he's still getting paid way more than me because they saw his tears. So I don't want to separate the corporate thing. I see what you're talking about as in physical wise, but on the corporate side, mental wise, it's like I'm still having to do this work, but yet he's still getting paid for this position, but yet I'm doing it. I was gonna say something, but so the, yeah, pay is not fair. Yeah, but I'm gonna skip over. It. <laughs> I, I I just absolutely shouldn't say what I was thinking. Yeah. But like, that was one scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So so working in the warehouse. The other scenario of the worst job I ever had was it wasn't. It was like an office setting, right? An academic s- setting, but we had a boss that was an absolute tyrant, mm-hmm. an absolute, you know, had an absolute authoritarian um, leadership style. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the way that I want it, when I want it. It's no room for us to discuss it. It's no room for other ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you what you think, but I'm doing that as a formality because really 
what I think uh, supersedes what you think. Mm. You ever had somebody ask you what you think as a formality just so that they can say I asked you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's, and not really listening. It's like that. I mean, it was the worst. It was the worst in like working environment I've ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. And that says something about you as a leader. You know what I'm saying? And, and it doesn't matter how many degrees you have or, or what you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. If you aren't a a successful leader, if the people that are around you look at you and say, oh, my God, I just hate her. Then, like, what does that really say about you? Mm-hmm. And these companies still keep those type of people on. Why? They didn't keep her on, so. And, I mean, my experience, they keep that person on. Holly Lou. They kept. So it's like. Uh, glad, glad she got it. Even, even <laughs> she when got I, the X. Even when I'm gone, I'm glad she got the X. God, get, get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, those are my two worst experiences, man. The, yeah. the, the super labor-intensive stuff. And then, like, just having a, a leader that was just so, you know detrimental to like the the morale of the of the of the workplace mm-hmm. everybody just hates when she comes in hates when she around talking about her when she behind her back you know what i'm saying it's like this this shouldn't be like this especially when you're dealing with like young like younger people you know and then you're using the fact that like you you're in charge of younger people Knowing that they need this to like to survive mm-hmm. for their livelihood, like like everybody needs it, but we're talking about like college age people who who really need it mm-hmm. to get through school or whatever, and and you're using that against them to like do your super manipulative, I'm the boss type thing, and it was just it was just crazy, you know. Humans are crazy. She lucky I won't, I won't just like put her out there. <laughs> will, you, will you ever see her again? No, I won't. But <clears throat> for certain for certain reasons, I won't just put her out there. But you nice because you would. <laughs> you feel like no, you would. I'm not because yeah. I've been holding my tongue on other stuff. So That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But but look, we're we're wow. We're like almost forty minutes in, <laughs> and, and technically, we've only talked about one topic. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to discuss it and deep dive into it. Call it a day. Mm-hmm. God, though. Okay, so not many, not many segues, right? No. But something that I wanted to get into yeah, let's before we talk about it. anything else. Mm-hmm, I know there was a situation where it said that Drake. Oh gosh. Have, is buying Birkin bags for his future wife. Yeah. And there are people who are saying that this is weird, including you. I was to say, I'm that people. Including you. I'm that. Yeah, I'm that person. No, you're, I'm definitely you're, saying it's weird. You're them. Okay. But like buying Birkin bags for his future wife is weird. I have so much to say about you this. You want me to explain my case first? I want you to go first. Because the only reason I find it weird, because at the end of the day, it's Drake. Drake is coming off as being this Mr. I love life. And honestly, can y'all see Drake settling down? I cannot. Because it's Drake. He has a heart on the side of his face. Like, it's Drake. So you telling me you're planning to buy, like, 
you plan you're not planning you're buying your future wife that you don't even know for sure if it's actually going to happen all these expensive bags and it's like what if she's not even a purse girl because i'm thinking about it myself i'm not really i'm not really into that okay okay, okay. however go ahead i am saying if i were to have a drake and i come into this marriage and all these purses are readily available to me I mean, I'm warm. I mean, they here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But Hold it's on. still weird to me. It's like, what is weird about it? There's so many other it. things you can invest in. No, what's weird about because it? Because what if I, I mean, at the, what if I, it's like, for me, I don't really care for it, but I will wear it. But what if you find a wife that is just, she's straight up not going to wear it? So, so look, so look. The, per, the purses are a gift for his future wife. Mm -hmm. Upon them being married, if he's like, hey, this this is for you mm -hmm. and i've been i've been putting this together mm -hmm. for the woman that was going to be my wife as a token of our union uh -huh. and so what's wrong with him going and buying them ahead of time like as mm -hmm. as they're coming out i'm as saying because what if she's not into that okay like you spending your money on things you don't even have to spend your money no on. but you're, you're saying that but the purses are so expensive and then they then they all appreciate mm -hmm. right so it's like an investment. It's like putting your money into something that's going to be worth more than when you bought it. Mm -hmm. So, of course, if he's trying to buy purses for his wife, he bought a purses right now as they're being released at retail value. So that like in 10 years when he might get married, they'll be worth more. And it's like, here, I have all of this for you. This was all a gift for the woman that I had in my mind. Like when I meet her when I and I love her enough to marry her, I want to give her this like grand gesture of our union mm -hmm. and he's probably gonna give her like one of the best purse collections that exists for anybody to have ever had yeah. other than like these super like saudi arabian princes or prince prince princes because, like because worth, they're gonna have every brand worth no, like man. you know billions of dollars <laughs> yeah. but like for for anybody lower than that like mm -hmm. this is one of the greatest purse collections you can ever have it's gonna be worth like a million plus mo like multiple millions of dollars and i'm giving this to you as a gesture and it's like and then, but then people are acting like it's weird it like he he's not out wearing them i see i see where you're coming from but it's still at the end of the day it's just a little weird what if she don't even like it she don't have to wear them <laughs> It but should, that's should, my that's my it argument. Should, it it's should, like, what it, if she's not even? It should person? it should mean something mm -hmm. that I gave you something that was worth two million dollars. That's like telling me, like, okay, babe, to my future husband, I actually been having this baseball collection. Yeah, and I wanted to give it to you. Yeah. No, like I was thinking the same thing. Like, if a woman came to me and said, "I've been collecting shoes." And what have, if they are in your size? I've thought about that. Uh -huh. but hold on, but hold on. Even if they weren't, but like I've just been collecting men's shoes because I knew I was gonna have a husband at some point, and I wanted to gift him this collection. Mm -hmm. Now, you you can get over the not your size thing just, just by trading them. But what if you're one of a kind? They only have that in their size. Anymore. Look, okay, then you trade it and get the value for it and go get something different. But what I'm saying, it's not even about if, if the shoes were my size. If a woman said, "Okay, my whole let's, okay, on, let's on. let's find the the exact equivalent." Then no, the equivalent issues. Well, the equivalent can be the watches. 
because purses it doesn't matter the okay. size okay watches okay okay let's, yeah let's do that watches mm-hmm. if a woman said i and thank you mm-hmm. so if, if a woman said i have like this crazy rolex collection mm-hmm. that i've been putting together for my future husband knowing that like i just really wanted to give it to him as a token of our union mm-hmm. once we i'd be like but you you love watches though you love them but there's nothing weird about it though it's nothing weird so 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 hold on hold on so i like purses hold on hold on so so all so on social media everywhere you go Mm -hmm. you always see this stuff about about men not being ish and 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 the, the man know how to be uh, chivalrous anymore mm. and do they know how to cater to a woman and all this and then you have one of the the biggest bachelors on the on the planet mm-hmm. you know who could have almost almost every woman that he could possibly want mm-hmm. even women who are in marriages and and, and engaged he can have them too as he as he's been shown stories, as he's shown so a man like this who's thinking like when I get married, I want to gift my wife like this multi-million dollar purse collection that I was putting together just for this one woman to make her feel more special than any woman I've ever been with because I've never done this for any woman I've been with, mm-hmm. right? And then you're saying like like women are saying this is weird, but it's like I don't understand how is that weird? It's nothing weird about it because if I if I married somebody and they were like I had a collection of Rolexes, I have a 1950 uh oyster perpetual rolex and i have this and i have that and i was just putting it together so, but I'll you're be, into I, it that's be, why you love it i'd be like thank you thank you <laughs> i appreciate i'm gonna still say thank you i'm definitely still gonna say good like wow but it's I not but it's not wow. weird but it's not weird though <laughs> it's nothing weird about it <laughs> it's definitely di- okay i guess i couldn't say we- it's different it's definitely different you you're thinking outside so, the box. So so nobody can do anything for their future for their yes, future Yes, you spouse. can. I'm just saying. But I can still voice that it is definitely different. I mean, I'm not into purses, but I, oh, I would definitely appreciate it. I'm not going to be like, why Listen, do you do this? But, and let me, but let me tell you like, something no, else. No, I'm not going to say all that. Let me but, tell you something else. Uh-huh. He, he He's going to probably need something else to give any woman that he gets with like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As far as, like, we're going to be together forever type stuff. Mm-hmm. He's going to need something to give her anyways because, like, I guarantee you, no matter how they got, got married, no matter how, as soon as they married and some, some time go by, she going to start thinking about all these women you done been with. You done been well, with. why? You done been with Rihanna. You done been with such and such. You gonna be. She would have thought of that before they even got together. Nah, that's not how it worked. It's like at the end of the day, you knew you was gonna be with a guy that's been with a lot of women. Absolutely not. No, I'm thinking. I'm speaking on behalf of the women. Nope. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You already know the type of men that has been around. Okay. So it's like you already taking that into consideration before you even commit. No, but see, you, you think that, but. Once you like settle down with this person actually, and then it's like actually known I'm the person that's with them, and then they've been with all these other people, it's still like like slipping to your head, and then you just start. 
coming no. up. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. It's not because at the end of the day, he even before we even commit to that level, you will always have, already have to have that established as in you don't see anybody else. I am your only one. If that person would have had that type of intentions anyway, you would already have to prove that to nope. her. Nope. Yes. Nope. Cause then, cause then, think about the industry that they're in, right? Mm-hmm. He's in an industry where they have these award shows and these parties, and it's this and that. And if where, she can't handle it, she's not going to be with a. Where drink. listen, where there's no way we are not going to go out together, mm-hmm. me and you, and there are there just aren't going to be women that I slept with. There's going to be women I did all types of stuff with. Yes, and at and some just, point, this woman is gonna is gonna is gonna bother her. So. So there's hold a on, chance hold on, hold on. that we might run into one of your exes. Hold on, listen. And if I haven't already established listen. and accepted and not take that any of my insecurities into play, if we run into one of your exes out in public, at the end of the day, that's one of your exes. It is what it is. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god. Listen, there's a chance, but look, it's not the same. You're dealing with a megastar who is with megastars. You're talking about him having exes that you have to constantly be reminded of in your day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying him giving this collection of purses is like, this is something I've never done for any other woman. It's only been for you. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing this for years. So something I've been doing for years to prep for this is something I'm giving you that I've never done for any other woman. No other woman can claim that that they got all of this from me. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if we did whatever else, so I'm saying, how is it weird? He's he's taking it's a gesture that he that that no other woman will be able to claim from him ever. True. So so is that weird? It's not weird. I you you're definitely proving your point, but you still can't, you can't take it away. I still think it's kind of weird, but I see the importance of it. You can't just straight up straight. I'm not going. I'm not going straight up be like, oh, it's not weird. It is still weird. No, it's not. But at the end of the day, I see the importance of it. I see where he's coming from. I see your point. I definitely see it. Yes, it's really nice, but it's still weird. But I mean, hey, teach his own. This is this is what he has to do, being in his place, being in his shoes. Man, look for all the the single women. That have something to say about this and that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you this: the woman he ends up marrying, when he give this, when he gives this gift to them, she's gonna appreciate it. She's right. going to appreciate it, right? So that's not me. So, so for everybody who has something to say about his weirdness, this kick rocks doesn't matter. He's telling me to kick rocks. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's telling me to kick rocks. I matter. see the importance of it. I see the beauty in it, and I also see the weirdness in it. It okay. is what it is. If if I could give, if I could give, um, if I can give the woman I marry a, a, an assortment of purses mm-hmm. that's worth millions of dollars, each one is worth like fifty k. And then since I bought it, it appreciated and became worth more. Mm-hmm. And I have fifty purses worth fifty k, and it's it's two point five million, and it's gonna keep increase. Like if I could give that type of gift to somebody after I marry them, I would do it. Mm-hmm. But I but like how but how does that make it weird? Like I think it's weird because like. Y'all ain't got nothing like that from somebody. I think it's weird because it's purses. So if he did it's something that simple. So if he did something other than purses, <laughs> it's, just like, it's not it's not weird. So anymore. you're collect, like imagine being the assistant and it's like 
But he's buying purses for his to. future wife. And then that's when it's like, okay, that's that's very cool. It's still it's still taking you back. It's just like, huh? You want me to collect purses for? Okay. This, okay. Cool. Cool. This cool. is a man I'm who's right, thinking. I got you. This, I got you. A little this, weird, but I see where you're coming from. It's like you no. can't take that away. Like I see it. I see what you're doing. A little weird, but I no. see it. I see the importance me, of it. Thank you. For me as a man. I, if, if if I was his assistant and he was telling me go go buy this go buy that go buy that uh-huh. because I'm getting it for my future wife I'd be like man that's that's hella player man that's that's super player like mm-hmm. wow you know like I wouldn't it, it's nothing weird he's not getting them for himself mm-hmm. you ain't never seen him wear them no. so it's like he's buying them for he knows that one day he knows that one day all right here you go <laughs> at, at some point there's a woman that I'm gonna love enough to be like this is it yeah and for that woman whoever she is even though I may not even know her now I want to give her this and so this is some coming from somebody who's trying to be super romantic yeah. and then you have a bunch of women who always talk about how they want romanticism but really don't I do. then you have them talking about oh that's weird Oh, oh, him! Don't be this, trying to do me like oh, that, cause I still do. Oh, him, him, him giving his grand gesture <laughs> to a woman he loves is just weird. No, All I'm right. not saying that. And see, and you, you over here not taking what I'm saying. I'm saying, initially, yes, it is weird for him to be collecting purses, but I see the importance of it. Okay, I see it, but you making it seem like you putting your own words into it. You but putting look, your own spin onto look, it. That's not what I said. But that's what's happening. Look, look. Okay, that's I, what's happening out there, but you making it seem like I'm saying it. I'm okay. not saying it. I said I see the importance. Let me say something else to you, though. Mm-hmm. I buy I buy good purses for my mother. Yeah. And I and I bought my mother many purses throughout, mm-hmm. like, my life after a certain age, right? Mm-hmm. So... If I were to say I want to just start buying purses for the woman I'm gonna marry, mm-hmm. why why would somebody look at me and be like that's weird? It's nothing weird. Because about you it. buying purses so? for someone that's not in your life yet. That's the weird part. But then once you explain, you're like, oh, well, I see, I see where you're coming from. All right, all right. All right, little creepy dude. Women, man. <laughs> hey, this modern women for you. I'm telling you, man. You know. This is modern modern women for you. Mm-hmm. Can't appreciate a gift. You haven't found it yet. Yeah, man. This is just like, nope, never mind. All right. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with it. I was going somewhere, but I immediately said, no, I'm not. All right, so. You want to go on and wrap it up? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. We got one more, right? So I was going to just go the last thing I wanted to. Well. You, you want to talk about the first one? Yeah. Is that fine? Mm-hmm. All right, so so real fast. So to make a segue, Drake is from California. No, he's not. No, he's not from there, but he. Li- <laughs> I'm saying he lives there now. Okay. So he lives in California when he's in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. So he has a Hidden Hills property that's in uh, Calabasas, okay. right? So he's out, out in California. Now, there's a new California law that will require hotels to give homeless people access to empty rooms for the night okay mm-hmm. so this is in los angeles and it says there are approximately sixty thousand homeless people homeless individuals i don't know if it's in los angeles specifically mm-hmm. that would be kind of high I, I i would almost think it's in california probably california. In, in los angeles mm-hmm. Sixty thousand. and i don't know how many people is actually in la okay so they have sixty thousand homeless and they have about twenty thousand Va- vacant vacant um hotel room per night mm-hmm. throughout the entire like city 
Um, so what they're saying is they're going to require hotels to give empty rooms to homeless people each night. Mm-hmm. You want to go or you want me to go? You can go first because I went first last time. <clears throat> so here's the thing. If I'm a business owner, okay, mm-hmm. right? What I what I decide to do with my business that I went and I either put my own money into mm-hmm. or I went to go get loans and put the loans into that are in my name and I'm and I'm on the you know what I'm saying I'm on the record for for having to uh uh fulfill these loans, right? Mm-hmm. Like I started this business and now I'm running it and that's completely private. It has nothing to do with the greater good of humanity. Mm-mm. It has nothing to go to do with charity. It has nothing to do with any of that. If I would have failed and I had to pay this money back, mm-hmm. they would have been on me for paying this $2 million back. Mm-hmm. Right? And now that I'm running this business, you're going to come in as an outside entity and tell me what I have to do with my business? That I have to that I have to give empty rooms each night to a homeless person who's not paying any money? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Because it's like, okay... What if I, before we even get into like having a cleanup after and, and whether they mentally stable and all of that, you're saying that like if at nine o'clock at night, if, if I have 10 available rooms, we have to allow 10 homeless people outside to come into them 10 rooms. Mm-hmm. What if somebody comes in at 11 and wants to pay? Mm-hmm. Now I'm turning down paying customers for whatever you got going on. This is crazy. And then it's like, and I'm not trying to even be any type of way because I, I'm someone who believes that they need to do something about the homeless people who are just out. Mm-hmm. And because we have a, a large homeless population around us and it's getting crazy. And honestly, I feel like it's not just around us. It's probably around the U.S. that's going on. Yeah, it's, it's all around the U.S. Yeah, because it's, even it's, when, it's getting worse. Even when we go to other places, you see it. Yeah. Like downtown Dallas, you see it. Downtown even, Austin. Even not downtown. downtown even, even where we're at right here, you see it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a woman smoking crack across the street from the school I work at. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not saying, like, Something doesn't need to be done to help these people. There absolutely does because, I mean, not just, like, those individuals. They deserve it. Mm-hmm. But, like, then the people around them who aren't homeless, they deserve for for that to be taken care of, too. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I, I agree with that. But you saying, like, you're, you're, the way you fix this is to say, if you have an empty room, you have to give it to a homeless person. Well, what if they aren't mentally stable? Mm-hmm. What if they go into my, my, my hotel room and mess it up? And then I have to pay for extra people to come in and clean and clean up their... Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then, like, not to, like... Not to try to, like, categorize or stereotype homeless people, but mentally mentally unstable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, drug, like, doing drug, drug users. Mm-hmm. So these are the types of people that I have to allow into my establishment... With paying customers, mm-hmm. what happens when when the customers say, "Oh no, I'm not staying. I'm not staying next door to no homeless person." Mm-hmm. This is when government oversteps. You know what I'm saying? This is when they when they have completely overstepped, and they're like, 
You know what I'm saying? You're in a bad. You're you're beyond your boundary. Oh yeah. This this has nothing to do with you. If y'all want to do something like that, y'all need to go put up some buildings and, and y'all need to take care of it. This has nothing to do with a private business owner, and it's making me mad because it's like, bro, I'd be damned if 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 I if I if I sit here and I create um if I create a business because it's like it's difficult to even have a a successful business business. More than ninety percent of all businesses that have be, that have been started have failed. Mm-hmm. Less than ten percent of businesses have been successful, right? Yeah. So then you're saying, if I if I beat that ninety percent and I become successful, now you're gonna start telling me what I need to do? Absolutely not. Won't have it. So if y'all think y'all gonna find me or do whatever, do it. Because yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't let I wouldn't let anybody who's not paying my Honestly, I completely that's why I haven't said anything. Honestly, I completely agree. This is one part of the segment that uh we are on complete alliance with each other. Because at the end of the day we travel and if I'm spending like I straight up told him, I was like, Hey, we can go to Austin and we can go stay at the Omni Resort and spa. You telling me that I'm about to spend about over a grand to stay at this hotel because it's a resort slash spa and you telling me that i can just walk the hallways with someone that didn't pay anything you're, you're telling me that i can <laughs> you're telling me that i can pretend to be homeless and stay there for free and that's another point that i was going to bring up i said because you know people are going to try to override the system and they're going to say they homeless to just to stay at certain places like you know that's going to happen. Come on now. We're living in the age of being deceitful and everything. That's one-on-one. It, it, bro, I don't even know. You can't tell me that's not going to happen. Because how many people that's actually on the street that actually are homeless? Yeah. We don't know. Because some of them begin back in their car after they have collected money. Yeah, people who panhandle. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's been, like, no. There have been many cases of people like putting on dirty like tattered like uh clothing yep. that's that's with dirt on it and all of this they said putting... that's the number thing to watch out to when you go to new orleans yeah. it's like pay attention to that because there are so many people that actually are not homeless or if, if I, it's not just new orleans that's just something that i stumbled upon across but it's like anywhere you go you don't know for sure yeah ideally i don't even think that's ideally that's a good thing yeah, because it's like you, like you said, you putting it on the business owner. At the end of the day, government, you taking my tax money. You need to figure out a different plan of action. Use that tax money that you receive all the time and build different establishments for them to go to. Yeah, I'm telling you straight up, you, you, you are not. Period. Mm-hmm. You, you are not putting that on me. You, no. you, you all need to take that on. And uh, I'm not yourselves. going to a hotel and that you're like, no, 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 no. I paid money and you telling me people can get no. I absolutely call me selfish. I absolutely am not going to a hotel with homeless people in it. Period. Like, no. like it's not happening because, like, and and again, granted, not, there are people that are homeless at these hotels, but they pay to be there. Yes. Right. But again, I'm not saying I'm just straight up against them. But I'm not saying you about you're not about to make it mandatory. No, that can get it for free. No, no, no. I'm not against anybody being homeless. Like I have some type of uh, humanism. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm within me. I like I'm I'm thinking about like the greater good of society. And if all this I stuff. need to pay to put some a homeless person, like at the end of the day, you know, this is way that you want to do your tithes and you want to pay for someone to go into this hotel and you stay and you you know doing whatever you got to do because I'm, we actually discussed that before. But it's like you're not about to just force and pretty much make a law 
saying this is what is going to happen. Yeah. And that's that. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. wouldn't go for it. I I tell them, look, before that happens, I'll, I'll, I'll take this whole company to Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, don't do that because we don't need There's any more people. There's plenty of people no, no. here. No, no. We don't need any more people because y'all going to keep stay. making rent go up. Yeah, please stay. Stop coming to Texas. <laughs> My whole life. Hold on. <laughs> My whole life, all y'all out-of-state people have been talking about, oh, what's in Texas? Cowboys and all that. Please okay. think about that. Yes, it's nothing but cowboys and, 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 and horses and, horses. and cows and, and coyotes and stuff. Coyotes don't, and wolves. Don't do like, not, do want that? Don't come <laughs> to Texas no more. We don't want you here. We fool. Stay where you're at. No more big corporations. We're done. Jesus Christ. We reach our capacity. Bro, look. That's it. When I was in college in 20, listen, in 2014, so this is uh, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Eight years ago. And, oh, yeah, guys. His birthday coming up. <laughs> and, 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 and real fast. So, so uh, me, me and my roommate, we got a, a two-bedroom apartment over 1,000 square feet. Right? Mm-hmm. Over 1,000 square feet. And we were paying one thousand dollars for it. Wow. And 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 our living space was more than enough, more than enough. Mm-hmm. I had my bedroom decked, decked out. I I had a bed, I had a uh, I had a desk, I had a TV stand, I had a futon that I was using as a couch. So I had a couch in a bed, in a desk, and I had a, the locker to where you can put the food on. You know. Like I had all of this stuff, walk-in closet, bedroom. Then on the whole other side, my my roommate had the bedroom, and this is like for a thousand dollars. And now, like you'll you'll pay like fifteen, sixteen hundred for like seven hundred square feet. When we were paying a thousand for a thousand square feet, mm-hmm. we were paying a dollar for square foot. Yeah. Stay out of Texas, please. If you come here, we're going to rob you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come here, man. Please stop coming here. God, though. Dang. But. We can't even afford to live here anymore. People keep coming. Oklahoma, right right. I guess we're gonna have to go right across, right right across the invisible line. Oklahoma got all the seasons, too. They got tornadoes. I got everything, sandstorm. Like, listen, what's listen, not happening listen, in listen, Oklahoma? Listen, right across the invisible line. We're gonna we gonna figure out something. But no, nah, ain't gonna stay in Texas Oklahoma no don't get no sandstorm. <laughs> what you talking about? Stop saying weird stuff, bro. This, mind you, this is the same type of woman talking about buying bags for your future wife. Weird. I'm talking about some sandstorm. Ain't no sandstorm. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm coming away. <laughs> But nah, uh Hey, if you had to leave Texas, where would you go? What's the next spot? Where would I go? Yeah. Honestly, bro, I would probably go Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I feel like uh Yeah, I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm not I'm about to say cause you from there. So yeah, you already yeah. know. Like for no, me, no. I'm from Texas, born and raised from Texas. We got family in other places. We got family in Washington and we got family in um Colorado. Yeah. But it's like, would I want to move there? I don't know. Here's the thing, though, when it comes to Oklahoma. I feel like being in Dallas mm-hmm. as a part, and I don't know what it's like because I ain't been there so long. I don't want I don't want y'all to kill me. If if you have a difference of opinion, opinion 
Put it in the conversation. <laughs> okay, don't just hold on to it. That's not good for Talk you. about it. Talk Put about it in the conversation. Go ahead and be in the Let it be known. But, like, I feel like Oklahoma is, like, behind, like, Dallas. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, with trends and with, with like, style, with fashion. It's delayed. Yeah, so, so I like, I go to Oklahoma and just, like, try to, try to, like, put some, put some together, put some on out there. Mm. You know? Because it's not a major city, like. Oklahoma City, and compared to Dallas, it's not a major city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's bigger than, like, these just, like, out there cities. When I think of Oklahoma, I just think of country. Nah, I mean, and, but people think of Dallas like country. They think of the same Dallas thing. is not. And, like, Texas. like. But what I'm saying is, uh, but no, Oklahoma's definitely more, like, it's less, like, urbanized. Yeah, it's country. Than, 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 than Dallas, for sure. It's country. But, even going to the casino, but even country. but even people in Oklahoma think that like being in Texas is like backwards, but it's not. It's not. It really is backwards the other way. Yeah, I don't know. Baby. You know what's even crazy? A different place. You know what's even crazy? Mm-hmm. When I was when I was in uh, but the thing is, it's only it's not that far from where we at. Yeah, only a couple hours. From where we at specifically, it mm-hmm. might be like two mm-hmm. fifteen. But anyways, we're going there this weekend. But, but anyway, <laughs> right. Turn up. But even even when I was working at that first place, that warehouse that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. there was a guy from Oklahoma, me and him in the same truck, and he's up here talking to me about being from Oklahoma. We realized we both had that in common. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said was like, man, like, when you get haircuts in Oklahoma, it don't look good. <laughs> but when you get haircuts here and then you go back there, they be like, hey, yo, yo. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, that's because y'all are kind of backwards. Mm. Say what you want about it. Mm. That, and that's why we shouldn't move to Oklahoma if we had to move out of state. Why not, though? Go somewhere else. Like where? I don't know yet. Like where? I don't know yet. I'll do some more research to figure out exactly where we want to go. I'm not going up north. No, 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 no. Even, even one state up is snow. Yeah. Oklahoma is snow. Mm-hmm. Next to that, Colorado or above it, Colorado snow. Mm-hmm. So it's like. So you don't want to go where the snow is at, because Oklahoma snow. I don't want to go where the snow is at. So, Oklahoma snows. Right. Y- y'all get every season the proper way in no, Oklahoma. Oklahoma snows. Yeah, it snows, but out you can do like you can do like Ted Cruz and just leave when the snow comes and oh it come my back. God. Come back when it's gone. But look, so it leaves like California mm-hmm. and like then like the coastal, the coastal states. I don't know. We're gonna see. We need to figure that out. But I don't want to be for a backup plan. Right, but I don't want to be in the deep south either. No. Lynching. That still is going on. When we were going to DC, when we were going to DC from uh from Houston to go to that uh Million Man March in, in uh Washington DC. Like two thousand fifteen we was in college. We were in Alabama and they told us, Look I'm definitely not moving to Alabama. They told us straight up. They said, Look, y'all know where we at? Mm-hmm. Y'all need to if y'all when y'all going to get food, y'all need to go with somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like late at night. It was like nine o'clock, eight o'clock. It, but it was dark. Y'all know where we at? Go with somebody. We're gonna be back at this time. I don't want to be in any, any type of place where like that's even a thought. Yeah. And Texas is not like that. Just put it out there. No, no, no. It is. But not major cities. I'm about to say no, Texas no, no. Not like Those in between cities. Oh, have yeah, you been yeah, in one of those yeah, in between yeah. cities? No, we're, we're driving through it. 
like like even from Houston to Dallas. <clears throat> yeah, driving through. <laughs> there's cities you can stop at where it's like. Yeah, it's a little sketchy. Even though, but honestly, driving to Oklahoma, you feel that way. Because of the land? No, you feel as if you need to watch out and don't stop at certain places. You need to wait until you get to your destination. Listen, or to the area that you're going to be in. I would say, yes. Yes. You, you should go from major city to major city. Mm-hmm. Fill up, you know. If it's not major, semi-major. Yeah. Like a, a suburban area. Because we but. needed to, the last time we went to Oklahoma, we needed to use the restroom. We waited until we found like a CVS or something. CVS or Walgreens because it was like every other thing, every even the grocery stores look weird. And we're just like, you know what? Let's wait until we see a store that we kind of know and that's like well lit. Mm-hmm. Literally. It's like st- that's the type of stuff you need to think about. Isn't it crazy how it's 2022? And we still thinking about stuff and like that. And you're even having to process things like that. Yeah. Other other people don't think about stuff like that. Mm-mm. Do you think that's in your head, or you think that's a real thing? No, it's a real thing. Because uh-huh. even when we went today, uh, the Walgreens, the CVS, where we was at, and at that time, this when the pandemic was still kind of, we just wanted a, like a look. It was for my dad's birthday. It was in November, so we just wanted a family getaway. Right. And we went in there, and we had our mask on. And tell me why they were looking at us always. Like everybody in there didn't have their mask on. They were like. We was like, he felt, we kind of felt this place. We was like, why y'all get that? Because like, you had the mask on? Uh-huh. Bro, people in these masks, bro. Right, look, <laughs> look, if you don't want it, don't That's do you. it. That's you. Don't but, don't judge me. But don't be mad at people who are doing it. Yeah. See, that's what, that's what happens when you get too wrapped up in, like, the conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. like, social media posts. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, look. If somebody wants to wear a mask, let, let them. them wear the because mask. even even if it is, isn't for the reason you think it's for, right? Mm-hmm. There are still other germs that are out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's germs for everything. Like even with me wearing a mask, mm-hmm. I still I still begin sick. And honestly, after I got COVID, yeah. And before I had COVID, I never got anything. I don't think I would ever, at this point in my life, I don't think I would ever fly on a plane without a mask or take a public transit. Without a mask on. I ain't going to say all that. I don't know if I would because when we went, uh, me and my best friends, we went on, on a, um, to the islands. It's like we we had two masks on. And it wasn't really the pandemic. It wasn't that, you know. Y'all put on two masks. We had on two. We had on the regular black mask and then we had the, uh, the N95. Why? I don't know. Because it was like we didn't, really didn't want to get sick. Okay. People, people had their mask on, but you know we did. We you had on what? two. You know what? I'm with them. I would say something about y'all too. <laughs> you couldn't tell I had on two masks. I say something about you. You couldn't too. tell because I had look the black one and the K95. You hey. couldn't tell that I had on two, but I had on two. Look at them. Look at them with because these two masks Because you sleeping, and y'all, honestly, yeah, I'm going to continue to wear my mask because even when I was asleep on the plane with my two masks on, like you know, when you go to sleep, your mouth is wide open, <laughs> and I did not. You couldn't tell that I had my mouth. <laughs> That was I had the best sleep. That flight was long, and I didn't have to worry about anything, cause I had two masks on, and I was just out. I was done. My mask on. Did you drink something? Did I drink? Yeah. Yeah. To go to sleep. No. No, I mean, but we had alcohol and stuff because we had layovers and everything, so we was taking shots and drinking. But I don't need nothing to drink. It's boring. (laughs) You can watch movies, but eventually I just fell asleep. Oh yeah, we had that flight date. You had to watch a movie because it was that long. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'll keep wearing masks on the planes. <laughs> it is better because I can sleep without being bothered. I'm I'm with the country bumpkins. <laughs> I, I'd say something about y'all too. Mm-mm. You look, couldn't tell I had on. Look, look at these city folk with they look they two masks on. <laughs> That's how I felt in Oklahoma because they were looking at me sideways, thinking the COVID gonna get them. Man, like, I'll be like, you man, probably got man. COVID too. Man, I say, nah, but yeah, man, the beat probably wouldn't go to. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I wouldn't necessarily want to live in Oklahoma, yeah. but. Yeah, you need to find a different. But state. but here's the thing though, it, it comes down to like, the cost of living. Yeah. Like, where can I live where I'm not being like choked? Bamboozled. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you saw in New York, we saw this that doc- documentary last night. Yeah, average rent coming range between. No, what? it was thirty five thousand. Thirty five. I mean, no, no, no uh, thirty five hundred. Yeah, thirty five to like forty two. The, the average rent in New York was thirty five hundred. And like you had people whose rent went from like twenty one hundred to and, and then in to forty two it jumped. That it much. jumped two thousand dollars. Other people like the lowest one was like jumped to seven hundred. And I was like in my head, I'm like, dang, well, no, I it, was cool with my rent jumping. It jumps to two. Se- it jumped seven. Yeah, it jumped seven. You said jump two seven. No, it jumped oh, seven. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, it jumped right. seven. So if it was like two racks, like twenty one hundred, it jumped to twenty eight. You know, and it's like, bro, that's, that's crazy. a crazy jump. That's like, crazy the jump. average jump for them was like 33%. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man. Nah. So, New York's out the question. Yeah. Um, But basically, like, man, just trying to... Like, bro, for us, for our age group, millennials, right? <clears throat> we are really just trying to find a place to live. Yeah. Like, and it's that hard, bro. And like where where are all these people getting this money from to this this idea that we have all this money because it's like y'all not pay, y'all not raising pay, so how can we even afford to live? Like y'all raising everything else, probably y'all pocketbooks are getting bigger, but ours are not. You know you know how how uh com- communalism if that's the word hmm? like living together. Mm. That's how you beat the system. I guarantee it. If if enough people say, you know what, I'll, I'll put aside this whole idea of being super independent, mm-hmm. and I'm an independent black man, and I'm an independent black woman, and I'm an independent white woman. Honestly, and white man. you might have. If to. we did all of that, we put aside that. Let's go get like a multi bedroom uh property or unit, mm-hmm. and let's just split it up. I guarantee you. Well, not guarantee. I don't have to guarantee nothing. Mm-hmm. If less people are renting, prices start falling. Yep. You know. I know one thing. I was thinking about eventually buying a duplex. We live on one side, and somebody else rent out the other side. We paying for the full thing and going on pay it off. That was definitely something else I've been thinking about too. Yeah, it's just going on start our uh, rental portfolio. It's just it's just crazy, man. Um, imagine imagine like graduating in two thousand twenty. And then you had COVID, and then and then you have inflation. Like, yeah, like how like that's difficult. It's a lot. Yeah. Hey man, look here. We about to wrap this up. Yeah. Super super fast though. Super super super. I mean super. Mhm. The next playlist we didn't go over it this time. Mm-mm. It's gonna come out with the video. We are either gonna do a Texas theme playlist or a international theme playlist. Uh, 
I would say vote on it, but you are y'all not gonna be able to. So <laughs> see, this right. is why we need our social media going, so we can do the poll right mm-hmm. now, so we can have it ready for by Saturday. But you know, uh, we're either gonna have Texas thing. We can still put the poll up. We could. I'm like, yeah. what's stopping us with the roll out today? We'll see how it happens. So, okay. Texas themed or international themed. Mm-hmm. I'm more so pulling toward, you know, I want to do the Texas because we're from here, but Dang, international stuff. I already used my, my one song. What, what's that? From Texas. What's that? I can't think of the song right now. But it's something, something, Texas. Man, that's the Big Chris song. Big Chris from Mississippi. I know, but he said Texas. But he said, learn. but that's the first thing that yeah, learn, learn from Texas. Learn from Texas. But that, but he from Mississippi. I want Texas artists. Okay, okay. Texas I, I song. You. I know. I know. Yeah. So either Texas or, or international. I have a, a cold international five already. Because mm-hmm. I was ready to do that right now. I mean, I can do the international too. You could, because you'd be listening to Afro beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's see. Let's see. For sure. But oh, look. But I, I, the way I want to end it today is Monica's birthday, September fifth, and then September eighth will be Daddy's birthday. <laughs> That's why we're going out of town this weekend. We're about to celebrate how fun they both turned it twenty nine. Dang, twenty nine, sir. Yeah, something I want to say real fast. Uh-huh. Every time you call me old, you're calling your best friend old too. So just keep that in mind. She already knows she old. She knows she old. But you older. I am five months older than you. If that, I haven't really done the actual calculation. Mm-mm. But wait, your birthday this weekend. If I, if, pew, 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 pew. Go on, hit it with the one time. If I'm that much older than you, that means you need to start doing what I say. I have older siblings, and I don't even do what they say. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's go on and wrap it up. Oh, we can go on and wrap it up with... um. We just found out that it's a Dallas Black-owned liquor store. It's called the 73rd Wine and Spirits. Um, it's somewhere in Dallas. I think mm. it's off of Lemon Avenue or something. No idea. I believe it is. So, you know, we probably need to. I know he already got some alcohol. Um, I'm going to have to go on and get a couple more bottles. So, I might I might check it out. But I think I'm going to just go on and go where I'm planning on going this week. So, oh, I'm yeah. eventually, we gonna, we could take pictures and stuff. And once we go visit, because we definitely going. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm able to make it this week. But yes, yeah. sir. But uh, that's it. This is, has been episode 22 with Derek and Deja. I am Deja. I am Deja. Okay, I'm Derek. <laughs> All right, I'm Derek. I'm make Derek. sure y'all wish him a happy birthday in the comment section. Because he old now, y'all. He old. <laughs> y'all, until we see y'all next time. Bye. Oh, snap. Not the shade. Do do it one more time. Okay. Until we see y'all next time. Bye.